passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth down in the Steel City, we got football to talk about, real football, NFL football. I'm Adam Crowley, he's Colin Dunlap. Colin, it sounds like maybe, possibly, potentially, the season's not over. Maybe T.J. Watt doesn't need surgery. Have you heard this? I have. uh, Perhaps it's just a uh, strained pectoral or something like that, and he's not going to be out the full season. Yeah, but... It's also a case of needing a second and third opinion, too. So, I don't know. The jury's still out where we are here. Nonetheless, we know this. At least, we think we know this. He's definitely hurt, and he'll definitely miss at least the game, right? Yeah, no doubt about that. And moments before we started the podcast, Najee Harris, according to Adam Schefter, is going to probably play this weekend against New England Patriots. I don't know that I would play him anyway. I'm not a doctor, but Colin... My man Najee did not look healthy even before he got hurt in this game. I didn't think he had his customary burst in the last game that he played, preseason game number three. I might let him sit for a week because you need Najee Harris at 100% or at least as close to 100% as possible. I couldn't disagree more. I play play guys when they're healthy. You only get 17 cracks at it. In particular, a conference game. It could come down to a tiebreaker situation. Um, I, if you're healthy, you go. If you're not, there's no, nobody gets held out if they can play. I mean, it, it's one thing to be late in the season or maybe get ramped up or ready for the playoffs. 
But with a team like this and a situation like this in week two of the regular season, you play if you can go. Uh, that's that's where I am with it. And you worry about injuries whenever they fully impede you. Well, and to your point, you do need all hands on deck potentially without T.J. Watt. And let's face it, T.J. Watt's not going to play in this game. I, I do want to throw a little hypothetical out there. We'll break down the Cincinnati game. Of course we will, as the Steelers are 1-0. and But, Colin, let's say that T.J. Watt were to be out for the season. I had them at nine and eight going in. Did you have them at nine and eight as well? Yeah, nine and eight, eight, eight and one, something like that, right? I would be surprised if they hit that number <laughs> if TJ Watt is out for the season. And I wonder how that might play into Kenny Pickett becoming the Steelers starting quarterback at some point. Uh, might the Steelers fall off a little bit sooner if he were to be out for the year? maybe not on the periphery of the playoffs quite the way they were going to be. Might that push Kenny Pickett into the lineup a little bit sooner? I don't think so. I think the only thing that'll push Kenny Pickett into the lineup sooner is egregiously poor play from Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I, I don't really think it hinges on anything else. I don't think he can look at a, you know, Mitch Trubisky would lend bad play for Mitch Trubisky would lend itself to a, poor, a very poor record from the Steelers. Yeah. So if they are, you know, three and seven after ten games, then yeah, then Mitch, then you you make a change or something there. But I just I don't know if I tie the two together. I really don't. I think Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback of this football team. The plan is having him to be the quarterback of this football team until he proves otherwise not. And I think. He's being graded independent of the other 21 positions in the kickers. And he would have to be, he would have to falter because you're not going to get beat out in practice. So that's just, I, I don't know. Even if the Steelers don't win and Mitch Trubisky's playing well somehow, and I, I can't foresee a situation where that would happen, but in the off chance that would happen, I don't think he'd lose his job by virtue of just the Steelers record. If I say I rewatched the game today, do you believe me? Yeah, kind of, but go with it. Yeah, I rewatched the game today, and I thought Mitch Trubisky, I thought he played pretty well. He went, he he played better to me upon my second watch, Colin. The offensive line did not give him much time. I know that there was only one sack, but he had to get rid of the ball quickly, and then on another couple of occasions, he had to extend a play and then nothing wound up being open downfield. He did miss a couple of reads uh, upon replay seeing that. I think I would give Mitch Trubisky a B, and I think I would give him probably a C if I didn't watch what the other quarterback did. Uh, Joe Burrow, for the plays that he did make at times in the game, brother, you turn the ball over five times, you're a loser. Mitch Trubisky didn't turn it over once. He avoided disaster on a safety. He made the significant play in overtime to Pat Fryermuth where Ben Roethlisberger would have been sacked, no question about it, last year. I'll give the man a solid B. Yeah, I don't know about a letter grade for me. What I do know is this. the One of the plays of the game, because it could potentially, it's not just two points, it potentially turns into nine points or ten points at some point, is staving the safety yep. and being able to find Fryermuth as an eligible that close and get it out in the vicinity of him. Uh, and not ground the football. I thought it was a gigantic play, especially at that point in the game when Cincinnati looked to be seizing a little bit of momentum. I thought it was gigantic. I also thought it was emblematic of what he has to deal with, that 
his offensive line is awful in front of him and he keeps have to making it keeps having to make plays. So, you know, where the city the city is is foaming at the mouth for this. They want a lot of people, not the city, but a lot of people want Mitch Trubisky to play bad. As terrible as that sounds, it just feels like the fact right now. It feels like that's what people want so that they could get Kenny Pickett into the football game. If Kenny Pickett went to UTEP or Washington State, there wouldn't be the same atmosphere around wanting Mitch Trubisky to fail. There just wouldn't. You're right about that. And I don't think that this was a <laughs> low water mark or anything like that for Mitch Trubisky. First of all, they won the game, but they didn't put up a lot of points offensively. Uh, they were almost outgained two to one. And eh, maybe I'm fudging numbers just a little bit there because the offense didn't move the ball all that well. But I think they're going to get better. I do. I, I don't think the offensive line's going to ever be good. I don't think the offensive line's ever going to be mediocre. But it was the first game with the new unit. It was Mitch Trubisky's first game as a Pittsburgh Steeler. That's a good defense. And there's a lot of stuff going on in your orbit and your universe. I think they're going to be better than they were on offense than in this first game. I think I there's definitely agree with you. growth. And you know what? I thought, and I watched some of the game back today, just a little bit of it back today. One thing I missed during the course of the game, the stuff that Jalen Warren does when he's not running the football. Oh, I actually don't think it's a gigantic drop-off if Jalen Warren has to play some. I wouldn't rest Najee Harris, but I would get Jalen Warren, and he picked up and put – he picked up a couple blitzes and put big men on their backside. <laughs> he did. And he's uh, not – he, as Mike Tomlin would say, he's not small, he's short. Right. Um, I don't know. He, he – I, I kind of really like his game. And I would find a way to have him on the football field a little bit more. You know what? I I'm a believer in sitting Najee to get the best Najee, but I can meet you in the middle – and I can say, you know what? If Najee's good to go, Najee, you go. Jalen Warren just gets some more run. He was impressive. And on one of those big plays down the field, one of the few the Steelers had, Jalen Warren's out there blocking. And I love that this dude knows. Listen. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I ain't supposed to be here right now, and I am here, and I'm going to work my tail off. If he plays significant snaps against New England, I wouldn't bet against that guy having a performance that we all remember. 
And not unlike Jalen Samuels against the New England Patriots a couple of years ago. I dig that guy. How about Chase Claypool, though? He might be the second best runner on the team. He was the first best runner on Sunday. Yeah, this is an interesting topic, and I'm glad you brought it up. Because I wonder if less is more with Chase Claypool. I can't, and this is just my opinion here. I don't want the Steelers to get into a situation where they start to see Chase Claypool as some sort of quasi-pseudo running back because he's not built to, he's not meant to. He's not Debo Samuel. Yeah, he's he's not designed to take the pounding inside the tackles or even inside the hashes that a running back does. It's great. It's quirky. It's good here and there. It's a great curveball. But that's one danger I think Matt Canada has to be careful in going to the well too many times, that that's not the kind of guy you want to get folded up a bunch. Because what he's also proven was, even with limited camp situation stuff, how good he was catching the football. And he seems to be very good this year, uh, at least just through one game. I just, I'd be careful with volume of carries with him. Yeah, I do think you're right. You can't keep showing the same thing, doing the same thing, expecting him to carry that load. Six carries for a wide receiver who's not Debo Samuel. I mean, that's quite the load on the guy. Right. And I think you also become predictable. I didn't like what Matt Canada did on the goal line. He brings the formation in tight and then tries to run the jet sweep to Chase Claypool. I thought he telegraphed it. I'd like to see them build more off of that in some play action, some window dressing type stuff and see if that can help create space for other guys and aid the offensive line. But I didn't, I don't love doing it every week, six carries a week. I just think that's unsustainable. How about Deontay Johnson, man? You know what? Wait, let's, let's save Deontay actually, because (laughs) there were a couple of personnel things and we'll get into Matt Canada in longer form as well, but there were a couple of personnel things I didn't like. So let's stick, stick with this because it involves potentially chase Claypool, but the deep shot down the left side on a third down to Miles Boykin. I get Maybe why Miles. Maybe you can argue should even be on the roster or not. That's right. I understand. Oh, you like special teams. Okay, fine. You like him on special teams. Is he faster than George Pickens? Maybe. Is he more likely to go up and make a contested catch than George Pickens? No. I don't know why Pickens isn't the guy there. And then there was a third and long that wound up being a throw and they had Derek Watt, the fullback in, I guess you want a little extra protection for Mitch, but I find it odd to use him in that situation, but not in some short yardage situation. There was one they converted when he was on the field, which I find, I found interesting that Derek Watt played that many snaps. I think he played seven or eight snaps in the football game, uh, which was a boon for him. That was like a, a month's work <laughs> yeah. years gone by. But, yeah, I do find some of the personnel package to be interesting. I also do think that, in some regards, you don't have that fourth preseason game or that extra kind of week. So maybe sometimes it's hard and you just roll right into week one when you have 17 games. I don't know. But I I find that they have some double-ups. Like, Derek Watt does the same thing that Small Hayward does. Mm-hmm. And I, that's a carbon copy of each other. So how are both of those guys going to be on the field at the same time? Um, yeah, and you've got Miles Boykin. He does different things than Gunnar Olszewski, but they're both special teams aces. Right. Sims is a similar guy to Gunnar Olszewski. You're right. I, I don't know about all that. And then you've got Benny Snell, who's a special teams guy, solely on the roster for that. I mean, we'll see what happens if Najee Harris is out this week, but I would imagine Benny Snell not going to get much run there. Um, I'm with you. Uh, as for the play design, Mm -hmm. I thought in the early going, 
a lot of Matt Canada ness. And then as the game wore on, I think he realized, let's not screw this puppy up. So a lot less Matt Canada ness. However, I do think on the whole, the offense schematically did look different than it did last year. Well, I think it did too. I think some of the stuff just didn't hit. I also think that Matt Canada, I think he got tight as the second half went on. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't mind him staying a little bit more wide open. That said, though, if your guards can't block people, you're in a world of trouble. And your center can't block somebody, you're in a world of trouble if it's coming right at you from up the middle. I honestly think what we will see this coming week is more Mitch Trubisky catching the ball in the shotgun and moving as he catches it and just design rollout stuff on the run, throw on the run, and do that. Uh, it's not necessarily run pass option stuff, just design boot out throws and get him on the run. Because at some point you have to stop fighting the irresistible force, which is fixing the offensive line. And yeah. you just have to ha figure out a uh, 100% total um, – a permanent workaround and that seems to be it i do think we're going to see if we don't see anything else i think the steelers offense is better moving forward because we saw a couple of third down conversions from mitch trubisky called back due to penalties i think that's such a huge weapon on third down for him is being able to get to the sticks third and short even third and eight third and nine being able to get out there and get the football past that uh, first down marker how about kendrick green doesn't get a helmet. You get your center who you paid money to. He gets hurt. Obviously, Kendrick Green can't be the guy. My dude is a third-round pick last year, and right. he's not even the backup center now. Well, it gets back to what I said whenever he was drafted. You know, he came into camp, and there were these battles. Was Kendrick Green truly ever better than J.C. Hassenauer? That he oh. may never have been. Man. And I think that they they – they romanticized about Kendrick Green. They fell in love with the guy and they plugged him in. And did they ever really truly find out if he was better than J.C. Hassenauer? Because all this time he may never have been. Man, I think you're right about that. I didn't see it at the time. I wasn't over the moon about the draft pick when they made it. But you figure they know something. Hassenauer played on a team that won a lot of football games in college. No doubt about played that. played a ton of big football games. Uh, look, I don't want to make him out to be... I thought he was pretty good at the end of last year, too. I don't want to make him out to be Mike Webster or make him out to be somebody on the interior of the line that's great. Mm -hmm. But it was like they leaned on that guy a little bit in spot duty and then just forgot about him when they fell in love with Kendrick Green. And I don't know what he did to deserve a depth chart demotion other than not get drafted where Kendrick Green did. While we're on the subject, and we'll go a little bit longer in the first segment. And, and uh, Illinois never could play a football game with Alabama. No, 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 anyway. no, no, no. Not even with Lovey Smith as coach back right. when Lovey oh, Smith beard. was coach. How about his beard? When the he beard was unbelievable. I mean, yeah. it just went full white. Yeah. We'll go uh, a little bit longer in the first segment, and we may or may not carve that out of another segment. I mean, we're working on we're work, we got on union contract here. Yeah, right. The offensive line gave up the one sack. I thought that was largely a function of Trubisky's mobility and also play calling, play design. They got no push in the running game. None. Zilch, it was horrendous. And that part looked an awful lot like last year, except Najee Harris 
clearly wasn't 100%, didn't have his burst, I didn't think, in this game, even before he had that other injury. I, I don't know what they can do to run the ball, man. Uh, I really don't. They tried to get Chase Claypool involved, and that was fine. I don't think that's a fix. I think that's a, a short-term Band-Aid. Gentry and water the fixes. People people are going to yell and scream, but you're going to have to put an eligible inside, and that's what's going to happen. And you're going to hamstring yourself in terms of the passing game. But if you truly want to run the football some, that's where we are. That's where did it's you going see, to be. Uh, did you see your guy Gentry just blow up Hendrickson off the line? He's a good uh, football a, player. He it, That was supposed to be a chip. Right. That was the full can of Pringles, man. He messed that dude up. I, I think he's a really good football player that has more than a serviceable part on this team uh, because he can do the dirty work. He shows good hands. He had a little bit of yak yesterday. I, I think he can really help this football team, Gentry. And he's enormous. And he's the kind of guy you need in tight, small spaces to go ahead and play that glorified tackle. I think he can really help. You know what they're calling him, Colin? What's this? Yak Gentry. No. Seriously? That's what they're calling them. That's, That's what, what the kids are saying. Huh. Yak it. Gentry. Yak Gentry. Up next, defense, defense, defense. 99.9% good. I have this a question for you. Deadly. I have a question no, for you. Not allowed. All right. We'll do that next.